Welcome to Death Metal Dudes. Tonight, tonight, we're talking about fucking weird fucking weird types of fucking yo, man. Listen, now what we used to do here at Death Metal Dicks is take a bunch of things, a bunch of different incidents and time together in one episode. I don't know why we stopped doing that. I don't know either, man. It's my fault for sure, because I do everything. (laughs) I just forgot about it. But well, we're, we're bringing, it, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. We're doing sex fetishes tonight. Yeah. And uh, by sex fetishes, I've, disclaimer up top, I don't want to kink shame anybody. I know that's a thing. Yeah. Look, uh, however you come, I'm so cool with it. You know what I mean? Mm. Kids? Well, that's not that doesn't count. That's a feelia, man. Nah, yeah, it's a but yeah, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're a pedophile, die. But but other than that, you know, if it's like so like if you just fucking like to take a Pringles can and only clear it halfway out and jam it in your hole and then let the rest of the Pringles slide in there, you know what I'm saying? Fun don't stop. You just pop and the fun don't stop. Prinkles are a fucking dumb concept, man. They are, but they're good. Yeah, well, no, I don't even... It's like you have a chip, right? The pizza ones? Like, you have a chip. The BLT ones? I've never tried that one. It's good. I've, th- there's some good taste of Pringles, but just the concept... It's like you, you're you pulverizing potatoes and then re them or whatever the fuck they do back into the shape of a potato chip to make a chip instead of just having a regular fucking chip, which is like a shaved potato. It's not as good as like a kettle chip, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I guess if you have to have it, it's not good for dipping. It's so thin, dude. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Pringles, dude. Fucking Frito. If you scoops. get like four of them, you could you could rip a dip. But they made a BLT Frigo uh, Frito scoop. Yeah, that would be good. I'm sure that somebody is into weird fucking with Frito scoops. Me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got the Frito scoop, but yeah, man. So here's the thing, guys. We talk about serial killers all the fucking time. Yeah, we're talking about murders all the fucking time. So many murders, serial killers, one-off murders, break-ins, rapes are sexually motivated or if they're not like directly sexually motivated, like there's physical penetration, they're motivated by what would be classified medically as a fetish. You hear the word fetish and you just think about like hot topic. Yeah, I guess. Spencer's gifts. Sure. You know, it's just the word has a stigma to it, but it is a medical term. If you are, if you like a certain thing, that's what excites you. That's a fetish. And uh, a lot of people have a hard time thinking about that and relating to it. Even me, because I know I seem wild as fuck, but I don't have like a fetish. Yeah. I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to fucking. I mean, I like to chow ass. That's a fetish. But I've been married for 10 years, though. You know what I mean? Did you do that before you were married? Man, you can't out me on the internet, dude. I'm just asking. Well, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, exactly. That's something that never leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a fetish, though. I just do it. I just, it's a butt. I, I just root, <laughs> I root around down there. People you know what I mean? like us like to lick the brown bus. And that's <laughs> <laughs> not a turd. Not a turd. But you know what I'm saying? Well, yo, man, I mean, it's... Um, it's, it's what I'm trying to frame here is that it it's not that funny if there's something wild. Because you got to think about it like this, is that there's people out there who can only be aroused by a certain thing. Yeah. I mean, think back to Andre Chikatilo. Yeah. Right? He could not get an erection, period, unless. So he went through so much of his life with this frustration. Yeah. He could not get an erection. He could not put his erection into anything. He didn't know if he was gay, straight. He didn't understand why he could not get his dick to work. Richard Chase, who we haven't covered yet, um, his fetish was being a fucking vampire. Yeah. You know, so he could not get an erection unless blood was in the equation. So Jerry, Jerry Brudos. 
Jerry Brudos. He loved a foot, man. Loved a, not just a, but a, an, a detached foot, you know? And shoes. And shoes. That was our and second was, episode. Right. And that's not on. That's a YouTube episode. Right. No, that's it's a Facebook guy. It's old. You got to really dig for that boy. Facebook. But yeah. yo, here's the thing. There's, there's people who have a fixation. Now, sometimes you can trace it back. Jerry Brudos. When he was a kid. Now, Jerry Brudos, if you don't know, was a serial killer. He didn't. He killed like five people, right? Five women. Mm, he killed more than that. He didn't kill a lot, dude. He didn't kill Surprisingly, a lot. Surprisingly, okay. More. So he would, you know, cut off their body parts, especially their feet, hang on to it. His first victim's foot was like his prized possession. Yeah. So he was a child, a five-year-old child, and he went exploring in the dump, and he found a pair of women's shoes. And as a five-year-old, that just got him hot. Yeah. You know, he didn't feel like sexually aroused. Because he was five. So you don't know, like, whoa, man, this is getting me hard. But you get a feeling in your body that compels you to love this shoe. You know what I'm saying? Well, most, if not all, derive from your childhood, all fetishes. And if you look at, like, the uh, DSM-5, I think they just put out a new issue or a new publishing of that that encompasses, like, even, like... uh, uh, social media things with the DSM-5 and, like, all these new different personality disorders, but they they think that fetishes come from your childhood. So Yeah. Well, it makes sense, especially with Brutus. So he latched onto this shoe as a kid, and then his mom took the shoe that he had and threw a big fucking fit about it, took it away from him. and then Set he, him on fire. Well, first he found the shoe, then she found it again, lost her fucking mind again, and she was, like, an overbearing, terrible parent. So now your, your child brain... You have this feeling of your mom, and it's supposed to be a warm, comforting feeling, but she's riding his ass all day long, and then he finally finds something that he likes, which is this goddamn lady shoe, and as a five-year-old, you don't think that's weird at all. No. It's just what you like. You found a cool toy to play with, and then here comes old mom, who's supposed to be your loving provider, and she just trashes your favorite thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you're left without your favorite thing. You have a feeling of resentment for your mom. So there is where Jerry Bruto specifically attached his fetish for feet and shoes to women because his mother made it the shameful thing. So he had this complex where he couldn't just find a lady and do weird shit with her feet. Now he had to do violence to the woman attached to the feet. And that was what got him off. Well, you beat the feet off of them. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I fucked a foot or two in my day. I'll suck a toe. <laughs> but yeah, man, we we I under I I really feel like um I'm I'm always on team science, you know mm. what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out there that will hear the type of sex you like to have and go woo 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 yeah, woo woo. Yeah. But out here in these streets, you're safe with us because yeah. I I know that whatever happened in your developing and my developing you just got hot by something i like to get spanked do you really no thank god man because like <laughs> you've been shaving your You're body not judge me. <laughs> right, i'm not gonna judge you <laughs> that's a great point dude. Yeah, i'm not gonna judge anybody uh, well guess what breaking news this isn't a safe space chris is a judgmental piece of shit. You know what he does? He gets hot by just tell, like anything that you like. He just tell you he doesn't like it and comes. <laughs> yeah, man, fuck you, buddy. He draws you in. He goes, "Hey, I'm not gonna judge you." <laughs> and then you tell him this deep dark secret. He's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and then he goes and goes. I oh, wait till I make this post, and then he comes all over the screen of his fucking phone. <laughs> What's the phone got to do with it? Because you make a post on Facebook. You're just mad that I don't like at the gate still. I don't give a fuck if you like Yeah, my, you do. I mean, that's your loss. Then quit dragging it out. I'm just saying, I know what makes you hot. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, hey. I want you to spank me right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've been shaving yourself lately, man. What's, yeah, shaving. Is that a fetish? You've been shaving your body, dude? Well, I, do you like get in the bathtub and then it's just. Not, it's not the shaving, <laughs> man. It's the, it's the hair. You like that? I like to lick the hair. No. I like to get it and put it in my belly button. Let it sit for days. <laughs> like just shaved hair, cotton candy it. <laughs> put a little fucking sugar glue in that shit and just fucking lick it. I can pull it out of my belly button at any point in time. When I'm at work, people go, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Man, I brought my lunch." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
Yeah, well, as terrible as that sounds, what what we we wanted to do another fucking compilation episode and I didn't want to stick to the same old shit of like here's all these crazy murders. Now there's a couple of crimes in here for sure, but we'll let you in on a little secret. Next week we're gonna dive into Jeffrey Dahmer. Bunghole liquor. <laughs> and it's been a long time coming. And the thing that uh, always gets my mind about Jeffrey Dahmer is he's smart, yeah. charming, decent looking guy. In every sense of the word, an all-American gentleman. Yeah. But the amount of secrets that he kept and what he was into is as far removed from a productive, normal member of society as you could possibly get. Oh, yeah. And what led up to him doing that is his childhood. There's just little bits and pieces that all came together because there were certain parts that were super fucked up and there's certain parts that were not that weird for a kid growing up and when you think about how that all formulated together and built this thing this monster that came out of this man it's easy to math out mm-hmm. and and just thinking about the different ways that people's sex organs operate yeah in the world is perplexing because everyone else likes something different when they come everybody you're all you your all brain, like a particular thing, and it's just some fucking tick inside of your, your fucking brain head. is like the thing that fucking is controls everything. Your sex organs, your heart, all that shit, and just fucking busted. Fuck you, brain. My Fuck dick controls my dick. Oh, <laughs> hitting them hard. But yeah, so I started looking up different fetishes, and yeah. there's a lot out there. <clears throat> I mean, a lot out there. Basically, anything you can think of that you could have sex with. Yeah, and I mean. If you think you couldn't have sex with it, I almost guarantee you somebody See, else could have sex when I, with when it. When I recommended we did this shit, I was like, dude, there's a this is a deep <sighs> fucking dark road we're going yes, down. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot, dude. Down in a hole and I'm looking for a hole. But I condensed it down to what I found to be the most interesting. Buddy's going to throw in whatever he wants to. Didn't do near as much research for this episode as I normally do, so we're just living on the edge. Hell yeah, we can't wait. You ever heard that Aerosmith song? Living on the edge! Who the fuck has it? trying not to fall! Dude, what I remember most about Aerosmith is when I thought that they were ripping. I had never heard them before, Yeah, but they were on the Grammys. And they did that song, and they came out with all these kabuki masks and shit while they were singing that song. And it was an elaborate production. And I remember seeing Steven Tyler, no shirt, just wow, and then they received their Grammy. And he said something that made no sense. He was he goes, "Thank Jesus Christ, we're pissing up a river. Fuck yeah!" And my grandma goes. She just pretty much said, I love the devil and the devil loves me. And I go, whoa, hell yeah. That's so good, man. Pissing up a river. He said something stupid like that. That made no Pissing up a river, man. I never have forgotten that in my whole life. But somebody ran up to their motorcycle and started the fuck up. Steven! Uh, but man, I'll just get into this shit. We'll just kick off the fetishes with some of the ones that I found to be super wild. Now, to me, this is the creme de la creme besides pedophilia, which is, I don't consider, I, that's the worst thing in the entire universe. Yeah, so I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to tiptoe around it. That's it for it. So as far as heinous ones go, this one, I cannot wrap my brain around bug chasers. Oh God. It's an HIV fetish. So yeah. what that is. Is that, uh, and I don't want to misstep here because, again, I don't kink shame. I don't, I've got plenty of homosexual friends. And I know when you say something like that, that's just setting up the old conversation. Like, look, man, I like the gays and all, but yeah, this is a, a homosexual specific disease. There's something about the levels of being a gay dude that this is like the max. This is 10 of 10. If you are, you're committed. You're all the way in. And there is, well, actually, I shouldn't say it's only homosexuals because I saw another thing, a Vice series 
about this punk band in, I think, somewhere in South America yeah. where they were being super repressed as a society. And I don't like the shit punk bands here that think, man, we got to take a stand against this tyrannical government that lets us live in our van and drive from house show to house show and make a living by picking out the trash at Whole Foods that Whole Foods allows us to do. This is real oppressed communist shit. I wish I could remember the country, but there was this punk band, and it was more of a collective. You know how there'll be a group of punkers that will be a band. Some of the people play instruments, but they roll with a posse of 100 or so deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a collective. So this punk collective, they were all a group, and they were some of them were getting sent to prison because they were this type of person. It was some escape from L.A. type of shit. If you were into this type of weird shit, you're going to prison. We're separating people. We're putting them in camps. So there was a community that they were taking people that had HIV and putting them in. And it's like a third world country. So HIV AIDS is rampant. You know, AIDS is an autoimmune system, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. AIDS. A-I-D-S. Good job. Hooked on phonics. And (laughs) they were taking them and putting them in essentially an internment camp. So a protest that this group of punks had to stand up against the government for putting people in these camps was to all give themselves AIDS. That's fucking punk as fuck. Yeah. And they just they had a friend that had AIDS confirmed. They drew his blood and they put it in them. Hell yeah. And they still live in the camps. That's cool, dude. And it's been years. Nah, is it cool, buddy? It's cool. You say cool. Give me some AIDS blood. I'll snort it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking ready. All right. I'm not a bug chaser. I mean, I'm not looking for it. But I'll try anything. The bug chasing community. There's a documentary called Bug. And it's, it's, it's gay dudes. And when you get AIDS as a gay dude... You are all in. Yeah, you know? it's a fraternity. Essentially, you're right. It becomes a club. You're the hierarchy. You you know in Blade, mm-hmm. where there's that group of most powerful vampires. I think Gary Oldman's one of them in the movie. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Or maybe Kiefer Sutherland. One of those hard-looking white dudes that's always in Supernatural movies. It's a kid, it's a kid that's from The Gate. You remember the 80s movie, The Gate? Yeah. It's a kid that's from The okay. Gate is the main. Yeah, I know what you're talking Well, about. the upper echelon of breeding vampires that are super hardcore vampire royalty. Steven. Steven Dorf. Yeah. See, he looks like he's like a combination of Kiefer Sutherland and Gary Oldman. Exactly. That's why. It didn't make sense, man. That did make sense. Yeah. Brother. So he is the, the hierarchy of vampires in that. And so. That is what this circle of AIDS having gay dudes are because they are not going anywhere. They're not posing. They're for the cause. You can't go back. You're not going to go back and dip in anything else. So it's just a desired thing to have in the, in, in the community. Have you seen the the video of the, like the party? Yes, man. If you guys have never, if you listen, this is wild as fuck, but there is like actual footage of this dude setting up his birthday party with 300 HIV positive dudes in a dungeon and fucking they've got this thing that gapes your butthole open and like all those dudes jack off in a mason jar, poured up this guy's butt. Yeah. <laughs> and that's in the documentary. It's I mean, not that's uh, feed it to you. That's real. I mean, yeah, that's a, because he wants to make sure that he gets it. I he, mean, you're going to mainline it. And, and so I mean, he's proud he's to make it. it a fetish. Yeah, right. And so this becomes a turn on because when you're part of this lifestyle, everything, the thrill starts to stops. The thrill starts to go away. So you are gay. Uh, thrill number one, you come out to your parents, right? Yeah. You think they're going to be. You're afraid to do it. It's a, it's a, it is anytime you confess something about yourself to somebody that you love, you get an adrenaline spike. Yeah. So that's gone. And then you start partying and getting crammed by huge wangers. Yeah. And at first that's terrifying. It hurts. But once you get, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Once you get adapt to it, the thrill is gone. So you just got to keep finding a new thrill and brother, let me tell you. Getting age shot in your hole, yeah, 
if you know what's coming, that's got to get you going. You get that special sauce, man. You break it down. Your mom's calling everybody like, well, Tommy just got Frisco burgered. Yeah. And he's like, well, <laughs> Frisco burgered? <laughs> 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 oh, man. No. <laughs> hey, Frisco burger's got that special sauce. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got it's the, uh, the toasted bread on the outside. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Lots of meat, man. <laughs> And to me, this was the one that blew me away. And there's not that, but and of course, there's members of this community that, that definitely do it to get government benefits because the care package for an AIDSman is pretty yeah. tight. Once you become an AIDSman, you know, you get government assistance, free medical care, and they've treated it so well now, you can live a long and happy life. I like how AIDSman's like a union job. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I put that in there. <laughs> yeah, AIDSman Aidsman. of the world. Yeah, it's because of Edgeman. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been on a straight edge kick all week. I don't know why. I just started listening to the cheesiest of hardcores, Judge. Man, Judge Hawk's bad. Yeah, but it's the cheesiest. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. But, uh, I mean, not as bad. Earth Crisis is what got me kicked off on it. That'll do it. And then I just kept traveling those dusty roads, man. I've been dusty re- roads, yeah, man. Mixing it up, bro. R.I.P. Uh, I'm sure that's a fetish. I'm sure there's a straight edge <laughs> fetish. Dude, I knew a girl one time that wanted to have mosh sex. And when she said the words to me, I just, I didn't like, I, I, where do you go from there? Because I wanted to be, yeah, let's have sex, but mosh sex, I can't, what That's are you That's a talk- setup to a court date. I, <laughs> I didn't know what she was talking about. And she didn't, she didn't want to do it anymore because I was questioning the practice of it. My, most people would be like, yeah, let's go do this. But me, all I could think of was to say, what does this entail? I wanted to find out what the mosh sex Call is all about. Call your buddies and start a circle pit up. Well, yeah, like what do you mean a mosh sex? Because I know what type of I know what type of moshing she means. You you're know, a fucking crowd killer, dude. You yeah, just you, kick her you fucking, fucking ass while you're fucking her. Right. I. Yeah. But you can't do that. I just didn't get. And the explanation honks. She was like, put on a hard record, and then fuck like we're moshing. What, what record? I said, but you said the same thing. She just said a hard record. Put on a hard record. This is the explanation. Put on a hard record. And fuck like we're moshing. And at this again, a good decision maker would say, okay. Me said, well, you just said the same thing again. So what I'm trying to figure out is, what do you mean? That's a, You made a good decision. Yeah, probably. probably you would probably. be impressed. We wouldn't have this podcast. You'd be. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah, you'd be like. Well, like, she had done it with other people, I'm certain. Mm. Oh, you think I was just a special one that she thought of at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, give me a good old rough fucking (laughs) 300-pound man. Just fucking stuff my holes up and beat me in the face. I would love that. Uh, (laughs) Fucking fire up some barrier dead and fucking smash my fucking hog throat. Nobody would do that. Yeah, they would. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Here's another wild one to me. This one makes no sense to me. But again, if this is what gets you off, then my God, please keep it up. Just be safe about it. Okay? Be safe. It's known by two terms, acrotomophilia and apotemophilia. The amputee fetishes. Oh, man. I love it. There's two things about this that get people hot one is the idea of using a nub to sexually gratify yourself two nubs rubbing together yeah a nub rubbing on your pussy remember when i sent you that video of that that lady shoving her nub up that guy's ass yeah if you're in it see people are with that vibe people it's a are, point system are dude. with the <laughs> seriously man hey i was watching something today about this shit man like if you got two nubs like two legs missing that's right that's oh a, yeah, that's I a no you. go. Yeah, if it's just one nub and you got one working leg, it's it. That's what gets you hot. That's erogenous. Yeah, and then like right. if you There's got a an hierarchy, arm, that's yeah, how fetishes are, dude. Once the you arm get doesn't into work the life, too good. Oh, sorry, the arm doesn't work. Like that's not as like a finger. That's not gonna get you going. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean that's a good old fucking clip puller. You know, if you got that old fucking like where it grew weird and it's got that little tiny like skin hook and you can pull up on a clip. Yeah, yeah, you can fucking yeah. make somebody squirt real fast, man. That'll okay. bead will cream. Yeah, bead will cream. <laughs> that should be a shirt, man. That old bead will cream. <laughs> Death metal dicks. That old bead will cream. <laughs> oh Jesus, man. Hey, man, but one old leg, boy. That's a that's a go to. Yeah, right there. yeah. That's another thing I know about fetishes that there, there's a hierarchy and i would attribute that again to a couple of things one people are into the same thing you got to out extreme the next person but shit gets boring as fuck yeah 
where is there to go if you're into being amputated? You get your arm cut off. You did it. What's the next 20 years of your life like? You can't just do it the one time. You got to find somebody with a wig fetish and an amputee fetish. And they can slap a wig on, on the, the nub. nub. Yeah, and just sure. make out waste on it. <laughs> yeah, then you're all you're perfect for yourself at that point. Yeah, but yo, so the 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 way it goes on the back and forth is that acrotomophiles lust after people who are already amputees. The other one, the amediophile, they get into wanting to have an amputation. So one part of it is that you like the amputated area. You like a nub. You like a smooth. Skin service, that's not that weird. But the other end no, of it... No, it is weird because they don't... The, the thing is, is they don't fucking... Uh, you're the sex doctor. You are sex pig. I am sex, sex pig. pig sex pig. Yeah, you can give it I'm up. I'm the man. value menu. Literally. <laughs> now listen. Now these people are... They literally use these people as, as fetishized objects. The relationship right. never lasts long. Right, right. They love that nub. They don't care about the person. They like the nub. They yeah. like the pickle in the jar. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> the pickle in the jar. They yeah, can't they, get a pickle out of a jar, that's for sure. A nubber? Yeah, you can't. You ain't getting no pickles out <laughs> of no jars, dude. No hands, man. Yeah. But the uh, the other side of the coin, the apotaminophile... They like the idea of losing a limb. It usually yeah. starts out with pretending to lose a limb. You will tie it off and act like you lost your limb, and that would get you and your lover hot, or just get yourself hot. But then it's it again. It, it it all escalates, man. It escalates. So you you're into the the idea of playing like that. But then that gets fucking boring, and you just start thinking, well, maybe I don't really need my fucking leg that much. Yeah. Why don't I just do it? And then Claire you do Beth it. bust out the old table and saw. And then it just escalates and escalates and escalates. You take and a piano string and just cut a leg off. Oh, my God. It's usually <laughs> professionally done. Well, to, so in today's society, you can, under the guy, under the pretense that essentially this is your fetish, you can voluntarily get a fucking piece of your body removed. Wow. And that's newer. We're in a way better place progressively. No. medicine wise than we ever have been no because they didn't used to allow you to do this shit so that's not going to stop people from doing it hey I, you know how i knew about this was uh jerry springer man there's an episode where this guy was a like he not not a good transvestite like definitely looked like a dude with i a don't wig on. i think that's the wrong word my guy transgender <laughs> that's definitely not the right one uh, i think transgender is what you want well to back in the day it was tranny nanny he was <laughs> yeah, taking care of kids yeah, 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 yeah. But it, man. Look, I don't give a fuck. I know you don't, man, but hey, come on. And let's, I don't let's hate be nobody. I, look, we know you don't hate him, but when, this you, guy when took you say his, <laughs> don't hate nobody. Hey, this is on Jerry Springer. This guy took his leg off. He's in a, both his legs. Right. He's in a wheelchair. He's got a wig. He Correct. doesn't look too good, man. Yeah. He's uh, sitting there going, he's like, well, I just, I don't know, man. I got hot and one day and just said, hey, you know, uh, called up a doctor and had some money. And he just took them off for me. Right. And you know those old fucking legs just kicking around without no body, just on the table, blood squirting out. <laughs> and then he turned them into pocket pussies and let a bunch of people fuck them. No. No, nah, he didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, man, so what? with the way that... Throw them in a crock pot. With the way that... <laughs> with the way that modern science is today... And being progressive and allowing people, or I should say medicine, to amputate themselves, it's a better place because I'm telling you right now, when people get caught on something, they're not going to wait for medical clearance. They're going to find a way to make it happen. If you want to get your leg cut off, and that's the only thing that gets you hot, you're going to find a way to make it happen. Mm -hmm. You're going to do it yourself or get it done in some shady back alley hotel room or garage or some shit. And there is no stopping you. So I appreciate that you can get it done today for those reasons. And, that, and this is one of the cases that I'm going to talk about right now that led to that. So in 1999, there was a gentleman named Philip Bondi. His horniness would cost him his life, which honestly, man, he was 79 years old. If he had a full life, what better way to go out than what gives you a big bone? You know what I mean? So he probably had the most supreme orgasm of his entire life. When he paid former Dr. John Brown $6,250 to cut his fucking leg off. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, Brown... <laughs> Used <have>, car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Brown had lost his medical license 22 years earlier in 1977 after three of his patients almost died from sex change operations he performed in a garage and a hotel. What the fuck? <laughs> and after he lost his license, he kept going about it. He had been sent to jail in 1989 after another botched sex change operation. Gender reassignment surgery, as you can imagine, was not exactly professionally practiced in the 70s and 80s. And from what I could gather from the internet is that Brown was somewhat of a fetish community folk hero because he would do amputations, gender reassignments, or any other type of surgery that got people hot. You know what I mean? That touted Brown, and that's how people knew about him. Again, he went to prison in 1989. He char- it, it, it makes it seem like, to me, in the 70s and 80s, if you're doing gender reassignment surgery, I mean, again, today we're caught up. We know that sometimes people are born a woman and identify as a man, born that way. Medical science, is that the word? Medical science is yeah. caught up to that, and you can electively get that surgery done today. In the 70s and 80s, absolutely not. You're just a crazy asshole that wants their dick cut off, so you cannot get that done. This guy would do it, and I'm sure that there was a network of people that were doing it, so the fact that he had like three botches doing hotel room surgery is probably a pretty decent record, I would guess. I'm just sitting there thinking like straight up, man. You go to some dude's garage and you go, this is an ice tub full of chest, chest of ice, fuck my shit up. It's a fucking fuck my shit up. <laughs> it's a fucking, I got a feeling that nobody asked for that. You know, man. You got a bathtub full of ice, and you're like, "Hey, man, just throw those old boys. Whip out that table saw. Give me a skill saw. Lowe's has got a coupon. Yeah, get that boy. Bring it over here. Cut it off. Sear me up with a hot iron. Save yeah. those legs. That's a bonus. Yeah, yeah sure." And, you know, and then use those for kneecap replacement surgeries. Yeah, that's a hero. Or Joe's Crab Shack. Fuck that shit. You uh-huh. got two knees. You could suck the meat out of them. Yeah, suck them right up. Put them in a clarified butter. You know what I mean? You get a nice clarified butter and that just dip it in. That is keto. There's nothing that doesn't taste good in clarified butter. No, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. fucking you're right. absolutely you're right. You're to pull something out, and you for sure No, nah, man, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, shit, not probably twi- good with butter. <laughs> <laughs> a Twizzler, good in clarified butter. It's all good in a fucking clarified butter. You know what I'm saying? So, nineteen, uh, the 77-year-old ex-doctor seems like he could be some sort of progressive hero because he's willing to go out on a limb and do these surgeries, but... He's charging a pretty high fucking fee. So the way that the court sees it, especially in 1999, which is way more close to where we're at progressive-wise, laws are definitely coming along that he is more of a swindler because he's doing a high rate of gender reassignment surgery, doing a high rate of amputations, and charging a lot of money. Now, $6,250 is a, probably a pretty good fucking deal to get your whole leg removed. Yeah. Uh, from But in a hotel room, it's actually a lot of money, I would think. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the hotel room would be cheap. Well, yeah, but the 6200 to get your leg cut off. Any, anyway, moving along. Eating a couple Whoppers before. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you're in like a Motel 6. Yeah. You're getting bed bugs inside your body. So this, this, this guy, at this point, he's 77 years old. First of all, don't trust a 77-year-old doctor who went to prison in 1989 for cutting dicks off. He wow. end, He ends up killing Philip Bondi. With improper technique, which I like to call hotel surgery. Yeah. He gave the guy gangrene, and he died just two days after his surgery in that very hotel room. What a cool gore grind man named Philip Bundy. Bondy? Bondy, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, when you look it up. Uh, and for that, Brown would die in jail after he got convicted of second-degree murder. Steady fucking hands. For a 77-year-old. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he took the leg off, but it got all spliced up with gangrene. And that's the thing, man. If you're going to get a hotel surgery, don't go to a fucking Econo Lodge. Yeah, don't go to the guy that's like, hey, just tied off of the rusty thing of barbed wire. Yeah, well, I'm sure he put the guy out, I hope. Good God. I just fucking farted and it. Yeah, it smells bad, dude. I, was, I thought you... <laughs> 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 it smells like hot diarrhea, dude. You know, fucking, that's uh, not my finish at all. Yeah, uh, here's another ripper that you're going to love. Menophilia. 
That is the menstruation fetish. Yeah, I've had that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I've got no problem with period sex. In fact, no, I'm no, with no. it. It's like an extra yeah, yeah. fucking moving around. There's a fun smell. But, uh, you know, it, it, it it's beyond that. Like, that's yeah. not a... F- I don't seek that out, but I'm with it. Is it like going through public I, bathrooms if, and finding tampons and sucking on them? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, I've been it's doing that absolute. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, man. You've been with the movie? I'd take them and collect them and put them in Ziploc bags and then go home and take make Kool-Aid and just stick those tampons in there. So it's got... Because I need the iron, you know what I'm saying? What are you going for right now? Whatever I want. <laughs> don't be shaming me. Your so your fucking fetish is just telling dumb fucking stories. <laughs> it's not a story. That's true. <laughs> well, if you retell it, it becomes a story, friend. Don't tell nobody about your fetishes, especially Chris. <laughs> I like period blood. <laughs> Man, you know what you do like is picking up fucking urinal cakes. I didn't do that. I did that one time. Yeah, but you liked it. I liked it because y'all were grossed out. <laughs> you would uh, do it again in the right conditions. Oh, yeah, man. If somebody was just like, he's not going to do it. <laughs> Sam Talent, man, next time we hang out, I'm getting a fucking urinal cake, dude. Yeah, man, I'm going to squeeze it through my fingers and let it. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. And that one man. weird pube hair that's hanging out, I'm going to floss oh, my teeth. God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oral right. pee. And uh, if this isn't got you hot yet, how about emetophilia? The vomit fetish. Ugh. I like that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I just, you know what I'm saying? What part of it, you know? Is it the... Is it the fucking... It's gotta be the gag. Yeah. Yeah, because throat fucking, you know? Yeah. I've now... A video that could have swayed me... Like, the second porn... You know, I've talked a lot about how the first porn I ever saw is I found it in this camper... We brought it back. We, it was called Volcano Virgins. We sat down. We put it in. No virgins. In fact, the first 40 minutes is a large black woman shaving her giant fucking bush with a dry razor. Nice. Why? Oh, she like pony boy in it, you know, whenever they're in the church. Well, she's like in the sh- <laughs> In the outsiders, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bleach my hair yeah. up and then cut yeah. it, you know, with uh, the pocket pony knife. Pony boy. You know, they're going to fucking find out it's us, pony boy. We're just going to have to cut it with a knife and bleach it off. She's like pulling her pubes out and sawing them down. (laughs) Well, she was like in a shower, but there was no shave cream. It was just water. That's not that bad. That's bad, dude. And it was like (laughs) fucking off. I don't even know about shaving then, dude. It's just thinking back. It took so long, too. And she was big. Dude, it was like 40 minutes. And I would just, I watched the whole thing blown away. I'd never seen a puss before in my life. And then the second part of it was just these ladies trying to squirt their tit milk in the cups. And then a guy was like sipping whatever tit milk he could. Like they would squeeze and try to get it into a cup and he would just fucking. That's another thing. Along the table. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I like to strawberry milk it, man. Uh, Tit milk's fine. You take a tampon, stick it in the breast milk. (laughs) You got your strawberry milk. That's a Nesquik, man. That's a Nesquik. (laughs) And if you come, it's a Nest dick. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait to get home. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god somebody say a prayer for buddy's wife tonight he's getting all fucking horned up talking about gross shit but yeah the vomit but the second porn i ever saw was just straight throat fucking and i mean like they were cramming it in dude and like all the way to vomiting like right away just like yeah. like why, why would you do that to somebody did they vomit though yes dude straight fucking puke yeah the throw fucking thing, I like that. Yeah, you like everything so far. You've been into everything but except getting AIDS. Hey, but dude. that's the only one I really do like. But not the puke thing, man. That's the only one you I really do like. like making some fucking weird pig fucking. <laughs> oh, you sound like an old Chevy starting up. <laughs> man, this episode hogs, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, how about uh, symphrophilia, the accident fetish? This oh, is some real wild. shit. Now, what's funny about it is that there was a novel put out in 1973 called Crash by J.G. Ballard. And it was that the person in, that was the the protagonist of the story could only get hot by getting in car wrecks. From that became an actual fetish of people that decided that they could only get hot from getting the car wrecks. So if you're like eight years old and you read Crash, you're fucked. 
Because oh. now the only way to get fucking going is to get in a fucking wreck. And that's well, a hard way to go out. Well, really, man, like that's a hard book to read at eight. Your mom reads it to you. Oh, and then you like, yeah, you, that is the type of thing that happens. though. Yeah. you got to be careful with your fucking kids, man. You just got to think about the type of shit you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't want to fucking blow this fucking lid off the water. That's uh, how balloon fetishes start. Balloon fetishes? Oh, have you ever seen the Poughkeepsie tapes? Yeah. So Yeah, so that dude was... Uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes is about a serial killer, and they show some actual footage that the serial killer took. I don't know if that's real, though. That's what I understood, because I it was banned it here for a long fucking time. Dude, I'm pretty certain... I'm pretty certain that in that movie, the part where there's like three or four clips that like the murders are totally fake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the part where he's like walking around and filming women, I'm pretty sure a couple of those are straight legit. And also the most important is when he has that prostitute come over to his house. Yeah. Because you can see a difference in the camera quality. And it was like an MTV made movie. It's a good movie, but it's not real. You sure? I looked it up. God damn it. Well, wait, I I fucked my whole fucking life up. Yeah, but there is real balloon fetishes. Yeah. Well, let me finish telling the story. Okay. So the Poughkeepsie tapes killed. But that's a real guy, though. That guy was really a killer. Yeah, he was an actor in so the movie. No. <laughs> anyway, so the dude, uh, I guess I got got by a movie. I guess I'm a fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, so he invites a prostitute over to his house, and he's got the camera set up. He's filming her, and she's she's got a balloon. She's like bouncing on it, and he just goes, pop it. Pop it. She goes, what do you mean? He goes, Pop it. And she starts trying to sit on it and pop it. She's bouncing up and down the balloon, having a good time. She's like, hee hee, like this? And he just goes, pop it, pop it, pop it. Fucking has to slam her ass on it and pops it. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and then yeah. he fucking kills That's a it. real thing, man. People blow, that blow up thousands oh, yeah, of I've balloons yeah. in their fucking house. And yeah, fucking there was a beat. device thing about something. It was either device or one of those fucking things. Yeah. that it, it, They like follow this couple of uh, balloon fetishers, and they go to this giant party, and they're all rubbing balloons all over their body. That's wild. But it's all dorks, man. Some of these fetishes bring out the... There is certain subsects of, like, furries, like, people that are only fucking under the guise of something real weird. I don't think they're actually into it. They just gotta have sex somehow or another. Well, the thing with furries is, like, I think, like, I think they said, like, a majority of them, like, 98% are all homosexual or bisexual. Really? Yeah. So like, 98. Yeah, man. It's a majority of them are, are that like that's that's a real statistic. Furries. Yes. That many homos. People that are <laughs> boning. <laughs> Whoops. Homos. Isn't that, I mean, that's just you're just shortening the word homophobe, which is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Uh, how about the uh, crush fetish? I love that one too. <laughs> There's two versions of this that's called the same thing. One that's fucked is that people like to watch animals getting stepped on. Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's people that watch videos of bugs getting smashed. That's a little fuck, but it's not a big deal to me. No, it's a fucking bug. If you come to it, that. I mean, that's something that I'm not with. But if you like to watch a bug get squished, that makes you bust one. Hey, man, that's cool with me. But watching, there's videos for purchase on the internet, the same dark web type of child pornography, finding deep tour videos of people smashing like cats and dogs and insects and fucking like Ugh. actual animals. That's a thing that gets people the fuck off. I don't get that. But the fun crush is that guys especially like to have their genitals just fucking mashed up. Dude. Like 600 pound women. Yeah. They like to just that. pull their fucking shit out and get kicked in their fucking nards. Yeah. Get their fucking beans Man. crushed up, oh, dude. Get fucking mangled that? down. Did we watch that video of that lady with high heels shoving the high? Oh heel yeah. That pee hole? Oh yeah. Whoa. And it's Man. just fucking blood shooting. Woo! That right there. Ow. I'm weak in my knees. <laughs> <laughs> just makes your pee hole fucking. Have I told about my ex-girlfriend that cheated on me with that fucking piercing ours that sounded oh, himself? Oh, yeah, with the poop everywhere? On the yeah. podcast? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about All it. All right. Okay, well, I won't dive back into that territory, but sounding, people get into that, stretching their dick hole out, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, shit. That's a weird thing. I mean, I don't, you know, the appeal of it. I Okay, so I remember 
blatantly being in the bathtub one time and I had this plastic big bird toy that I used to like try to stick up my ass. Big bird? Yeah. It was like a plastic big bird. <laughs> <laughs> I used to try to stick it up my ass. How old were you? <laughs> dude, I don't know. Like, I remember, like, two? all the way young, dude. Like super fucking young. And I remember one time I tried to stick his beak in my pee hole and it hurts so fucking bad, dude. I freaked the fuck That's out. That's like, you do Never again. Like, yeah, 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 I don't know. It's <laughs> so young, Yeah, dude. man. Me and a four or five year old boy. That's like one of my earliest memories. Yeah, I just tried to cram that fucking thing face of my you just fucking, like, yeah you always do weird shit to your dick when you're a kid man <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you're trying to stretch that shit you're just pulling like hey man yeah man i catch my steps on every once in a while doing some dumb shit like that i'm like hey you're gonna rip that the fuck off stop god god man come on dude show or, me a fucking big bird up your ass <laughs> yeah what man it's trying to find what the fuck it's like man you saw waylon jennings pick him up in the goddamn truck in the movie and you're like hey <laughs> yeah, i'll pick him up in my truck too man. <laughs> <laughs> country music people man we're a real close family uh there's formicophilia that's the insect fetish where you like to cram bugs inside of you roll around in bugs get a feel for some bugs let them just crawl on you yeah it's like the way oh. that <laughs> just, you don't like that one huh? i like it that was not for buddy <laughs> god damn that's bad uh there's fetish wrestling buddy we know all about that yeah yeah, yeah we fetish wrestling we have fetish fucked each other wrestling no we haven't i know <laughs> what the fuck? We know a guy that did now, that. Now, I've absolutely destroyed you wrestling, which was fucking a hot. lot of fun for me. I just let you do it because I wanted to come. <laughs> but, yo, man. Now, you probably know this about me and Buddy, that we have spent extensive time being professional jiu-jitsu referees. We have worked with some of these fucking wilds that were... There was a couple that was a man and a woman, and they had some woman friends that had a, a thing that you can look up called the Doom Maidens. I highly suggest you just give it a goog because you can find some of this shit. They were, they popped balloons. Remember that? Yeah. They were real balloon poppers. Big fucking balloons. There were some fats, some smalls. But, yo, they made a legit living just beating the fuck out of men. And there's a particular old British man that we're not going to say his name, but he is in an episode of Taboo. Oh, yeah. That MTV. Was it MTV? Taboo? No, that was, was National that Geographic. National Geographic. Yeah, that show Taboo, was it clapped, dude. I jacked it to that show so many times, Not dude. to that one. No, definitely not to that one. Remember but when yeah, we found some weird, like, fucking three-year-old boy underwear in that dude's luggage? Yeah. Yeah, I sure do. There's something fucking weird about that. Yeah, there is. Ryan Parker, who we've interviewed before, yeah, he Ryan was so gross out, man. He just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he just fucking was like, I don't know what, the, he didn't know whether to fucking kill that guy or do nothing about it. And you know what he did? Nothing, nothing. about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sleep well tonight, Ryan. Yeah, good justice. <laughs> yeah. Hey, That's you, no street justice, When you made brother. that fucking comment that was like, you guys were made for this this episode. I'm like, yeah. You knew that you were getting thrown in the middle of it. <laughs> but, yo, uh... Fetish wrestling, man, that that's something. So, you know, one time we were working with one of the fetish wrestlers, and we it, we were in Chicago. Matter yeah, of fact, oh, we were yeah. in a hotel room, uh-huh. and uh, Chicago's dope because there is the the street food in Chicago is the top of the food chain. It's sweet. There's like I don't know how any fast food restaurant stays in business because you can go to almost any street corner, and there's going to be a family run fast food place that has every delicious. Fair, they got Philly cheesesteaks, dogs, baklava, sausages, man. baklava, so much good food. And so we were hammered as hell. And around two in the morning, we decided to go out and get a taste of the street cuisine. We had there was a place to walk to, like a, a half mile away. We start walking and we see one of these fetish wrestling ladies with a giant apparatus, which could only be a mat in some type of duffel bag. So she was fetish wrestling in the same hotel as us. And as soon as she saw us, we saw her. She's probably 30 feet away from us. She tries to hide this giant fucking thing that we clearly see she has <laughs> yeah. behind a bush and just keep walking like nothing fucking happened. And so we keep walking. She keeps walking like, oh, good evening to you, madam. And then we turn around and she fucking scampered back to grab that fucking bag and got out of there. I, I tell you what was real terrible, though, is when we had to give this particular fucking fetish wrestler a ride to work and yeah. she had to sit in my fucking lap because yeah. there was five of us in this rental car. Yeah, you didn't like that, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you cut that guy off and he was fucking raging his glasses on his like, older yeah. guy and he's like what's up where you going jack off <laughs> yeah yeah jack off <laughs> such a cool thing to call somebody yeah fucking jack off yeah I was like man do it again I want to hear that <laughs> and you did, did you get all fucking horny with her did you get a bone no I didn't get a bone yeah. Yeah, did, did you try to talk huge. yourself out of getting a bone no you sure 
That thing was fucking stouter than a shampoo bottle full <laughs> of fucking cheap tickets and fucking shitty-ass dollar What was? My dick. Oh. Oh. It was hard. All right. So now- Not, not on purpose. There's plenty of fetishes. That's how I developed my fetish. <laughs> there's plenty of fetishes that are from the fun side to the fucking absolutely illegal side. Vorophilia. That's cannibalism fetish. Okay, we covered that before. Yeah, we covered that before, so I'm not going to dig back into it. You can go back to our cannibalism episode, which is a classic. I think it's a lot of fun. It was yeah. in the older days where we did a compilation episodes like this all the time. And in the cannibalism episode, we discussed a famous case where a man in Germany paid another man simply to eat his penis. And the guy ended up killing the guy and eating him alive. And now it actually came up in the news recently because the guy essentially got away with it. Time served, which was like seven fucking years. But now he's back up for going to prison for forever for murder. So if you want to check out our cannibalism episode, it's a ton of fun. And you'll hear all about that one. Uh, And, you know, that kind of leads to Jeffrey Dahmer. Because he certainly got sexual gratification from having flesh in his mouth. Now, a lot of people express vorophobia philia by doing it fake like they'll make fake oven apparatuses and they'll put their body in there and they'll put like a lot of light bulbs so it feels kind of hot so much work yeah but that's what gets them off but again that's the type of thing that evolves and evolves and evolves until you're actually doing it so i read an article earlier that was pretty interesting to me about how They've essentially made it to where if you start going down that road on the internet, searching for it, you're going to get a knock on your fucking door to see what's up. It Essentially, when you Google it and start reading about it, there's like plenty of warnings. Like, do not look further into this. Like an article in the Washington Post that says one of the fastest ways to have the fucking government show up is to start looking at shit like this. Yeah. Ooh. And also something that I would equate to Jeffrey Dahmer having for sure is erotophonophilia, the murder fetish. Yeah. So I think most serial killers, I think it's all most serious, especially like BTK. Yeah. And that's the thing is like a lot of times when you Bundy. hear Bundy, a lot of times when you hear about crimes, especially rape, which is a terrible thing to think about and talk about. But unfortunately for anyone that's soft to that, that's kind of what we do here. Um, a lot of people will say like, oh, rape's all about control. Yeah, but a lot of times that control is what turns the person on, right? So Mm. it all kind of runs together. But especially with like BTK, you know, if you go back to those episodes, almost every killing he did, he he knew that he was doing the wrong thing, but almost couldn't turn it off. That was the only way that he could get off. You know, he wasn't having sex with his wife. His life seemed normal, but, you know, behind closed doors, definitely not because he just had this sexual problem. It was just sheer terror turns him on. Right, exactly. But but the, also the murder. Because yeah. remember, the first murder that he committed, he said he came to Harsey ever came, and there was no physical contact. Yeah, he was in bliss. Wild. So Yeah, it's so fucking wild. It's something that I, you know, you essentially can't wrap your head around. And if you can, fuck you, all right? You need yeah. to get the fuck out of here. You got to make something happen in your life to fix that up. So, you know... We're going to spend a lot of time on Jeffrey Dahmer, and that's why I wanted to start with this fetish episode. We got, I got a couple. I got another goofy-ass case to go over first, but it, he's the most interesting case of this particular thing because a lot of fetishes manifested in him, again, through the programming of his childhood, and it's going to be a fun march down that. And then, you know, we'll start with his childhood and work our way up like we do. There's a great, uh, there's a great, uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? Graphic novel about his childhood. Yeah, are they paying us to talk about it? I don't know. Then who gives a fuck? It's so, a, there's it's still good. <laughs> he fucking Chris converted to Judaism. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I want the fucking money. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Uh, so there's also necrophilia, which Jeffrey Dahmer definitely was into, which is having sex with a corpse. Now. We've talked about before how I don't think that there, this shit, you know, it's hard to say if it's illegal. If you're an atheist, you should have no qualms with necrophilia, right? Because if you don't have any more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that. And plus also, if you're a Christian, too, because your soul, you're it's just a meat vessel. You're just a thing. You're just a fucking object. And then your soul is what's inside if you're a Christian. And that goes on to heaven. It's not even part of your body. Your body is just a fucking trap for it. Yeah, but the thing is, when you're an atheist, you can come. When you're a Christian, you're not allowed to. That's married. a fact. So anyway, you should be able to fuck a dead body. What if it's your wife's dead body? Let them get in there and mash it good one more time. You know what I mean? So necrophilia. That's why they really made lube. 
Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because you dry out when you die. You oh, fucking, my God. You dry when you die. That's another fucking shirt <laughs> idea. <laughs> dry, dry when you die. Death metal dicks. Right, you get dry when you die. Because, I mean, fuck, man. You ever, like, you ever fucked around with, like, an old liquor melon, man, where they put some liquor in the watermelon, they hollow it out. <laughs> you fucking get the juice out, and there's just a shell. Yeah. And if you stick your dick in that, it makes a weird fucking hollow noise. Well, I've never fucked one before. I don't know, but you was talking about gay fucking earlier, and you were like, hey, man, you go down this road, you tell your parents you're gay, you know, you kept going. Like, you knew, but I didn't know. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm just saying, man. All right. <laughs> I, you know, you fucking hollow out a melon, yeah. fuck it, but it makes this weird, like, fucking I've heard that's seashell dope noise, as hell, you know? dude, is fucking a melon, like, warming it up. Titty and- fucking, or are we talking about? Titty fucking a melon. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking you know, melons. Called melons. I'm out yeah. here fucking melons, baby. Fucking gazongas, dude. I'm more of a gazonga man myself. Gonzagas. <laughs> uh, so, necrophilia, <laughs> man, that happens a lot. Now, uh, bestiality, that's another philia. Yeah. If you like having sex with animals. Now, have you ever heard of the two combined together? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for the podcast, I like it no. too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let me take you to a case where 18 year old, this is in Illinois, 18 year old Brian Hathaway got busted in the woods near a busy road he had been biking on, having sex with a dead deer. Sweet. <laughs> Hathaway had been enjoying a nice cruise on the bike when he stumbled upon a deer carcass. Like any of us would, he became aroused. Then, he drug the deer off into the woods so he could have a private place to start fucking. Is he Asian and did he eat the fucking antlers? No and no, but I get what you're saying and it's pretty funny. Asians like antler. Yeah, they're into like, there's just, uh, what, what, I've, what I've figured out about that whole thing where they eat antlers and they eat um, like rhino horns, which is the big problem, like tiger penis, yeah. like rare delicacies that endanger and fucking wipe out animals, is that uh, the idea is that there's this fucking secret shit in there that gets you hard, which of course is total bullshit. That's a weird type of Asian black magic, though. Well, it's a culture, it's a status symbol. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's super expensive and super hard to get a hold of, so if you have it, you're fucking balling. So you're just going to have sex because you got a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? Illuminati. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes, yeah, for sure. Uh, so this guy gets caught having sex with this deer. He has to go to trial for it. He told the judge that he knew having sex with animals was wrong and he needed help. So the judge took his age in, into factor, which he was 18 at the time, and up to this point he had a clean record, gave him probation for the charge of sexual gratification with an animal and ordered Hathaway to undergo psychiatric treatment. He's not hurting anybody. It's a dead yeah, fucking deer. Yeah, he's fucking a dead deer. So He only got probation for it, brother. Relax. Yeah. But it didn't work. Because April of 2015, Hathaway pled no contest to felony animal mistreatment for shooting and killing a 26-year-old horse, a gelding named Bambrick, for the purpose of having sex with it. He's not hurting anybody. He's just a dead horse. He shot the horse. He didn't get a bust a nut, though, because the neighbor came to investigate the gunshot, caught him with his pants down, lubing up the dead horse because you dry when you die. And he had to make a fucking break for it. Didn't even get to fuck that horse, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He should have just kept going, man. Be like, you know what? I'm going to make sure you can tell this story. Yeah, he's got a gun. I would have pulled out and started jacking off on the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, dude, if you, yeah, he should have finished that up. Like, that guy would have had a story to tell for life. If he would have rolled up on the guy, the guy had a gun, and he was like, put your hands in the fucking air. Now stand here and watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to call it an episode on that one, man. Uh, we should. We had a wild ride. Hey, we're going to do an anal cut song. Hey, though. come how you want to come. Yeah, we're going to do an anal cut song. I'm just saying, like, as far as talking about fucking, that's it. Come how you want to come. Gay how you want to gay. Do whatever you want. Be a fucking freak. Let everyone know about it. That's how you should live. Uh, I didn't want to. Well, I'm tired of doing ads. That sucks because we're only doing it ourselves. So I'll just say thank you to our patrons. You can go to patreon.com backslash death metal dicks. If you want to see what I'm talking about, it's just people who love our podcast and help us out. We love them and we appreciate them. So I want to acknowledge them on our giant fucking platform. So you hear their name over and over because we love them. We appreciate them. We got Matt Mess, continuous tr- contributor, Ryan Parker, Bobby Henderson, Cam Catrun. We got uh, Ash Rudd. Rude, rude. It's rude. He told me that. Okay, rude. Because that's like a cool fucking name, and he said that he is rude, so that works out double well. Sweet. It could be a rude boy, like a ska. No, you know what I'm saying that's not just rude. rude, like a rude dude, like a dude with a rude dude, like me. Yeah, real working class guy. Yeah, a rude fucking dude. <laughs> uh, 
we got uh, Casey Gaden, a bunch of other patrons. We got a couple new ones this week on the lower tiers. Thank you guys so much. Believe it or not, every fucking dollar you contribute helps us out so much. We love you for doing it. Uh, also, if you want to do something for free that helps us out a ton, just subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Type anything in the comment box when you give us a five-star review. For whatever fucking reason, iTunes made it to where that helps us out a ton. So thank you very much. Uh, we decided to go this week. We're going to put a, we're gonna make a playlist, pop it on Spotify to come with the episode. So that's a more fun way to actually get music. So any music we talked about, any music I've listened to this week that I want to share with you guys and Buddy listened to that he wants to share with you guys, We'll put in the playlist. We'll put in shit about fetishes. But tonight, for no fucking reason other than it fucking collapsed and the guitarist from Anal Cunt fucking fell off an escalator and died. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Well, we're going to do Anal Cunt, You Live in a Houseboat for the fucking song this week. Okay. All right. Did you want to do a different song? No, man, we should do that. Or we should, I mean, we should do two. All right, what's the other one? We should do uh, I Respect Your Feelings as a Woman. All right, perfect. All right, guys, (laughs) thank you so much. Uh, Use Satan to empower yourself, organize your life, discipline yourself. Hail Satan. We'll see you guys next fucking week with Jeffrey fucking Dahmer. I respect your feelings.